Well, joining us on the Country Sport Breakfast this morning, a man that helped out with getting three wickets uh, in the match against Ireland, Ish Sodi. Morning, Ish. Morning, Matt. How are you? Before we, oh, very well. Before we talk about your wickets, Michael Bracewell became the third New Zealander to take a hat-trick in a 2020 international as part of the 88-run victory over Ireland. Uh, you posted 179 New Zealand in your innings, and uh, the bowlers did their job. They were all out for 91. How was that, really? Great bowling. Yeah, it was fantastic, but, but I think the credit has to go to the batters. I, I don't think it was that true a surface, um, especially in the first game that we played. It was a little bit up and down, and, and we thought it was going to be a better surface, but I don't think it was overly, you know, a lot different to the last one. So credit to them to get a score of 180 on the board, and then the bowlers did a great job. Yeah, I mean, the surface, it was exactly the same surface you played on only a matter of days ago. Yeah, that's right. I, I think the overheads were a lot different too. I mean, you know, the UK has been going through a bit of a heat wave over the last wee while, and, and there was there were a few really hot days there, and um, today was a little bit windier and a bit cooler, so I don't know whether the wicket's baked or or, or not, but, but the wicket was still definitely quite tough to score on. Well, it was a good day for you, three for 21, just off three overs, you improved your figures from game one. Did you, did you change much in your bowling plan from game one to today? Well, the, the big thing I think for me was, you know, I started running in a little bit harder, so um, it was just a you know, trying to get as much balance at the crease as possible. So although I'm running in, I'm trying to, I guess, figure out what, what speed I'm running in at. So today I slowed down a little bit, and that helped me be more balanced at the crease. Irish started with a bang, though. I think they were 21 without loss in the third over. So what did you talk about there after the third over to limit them to just 70 more runs? It's just so important in T20 cricket to keep looking to take wickets. Um, you know, a lot of the time when you look to, to restrict teams, I think you can end up going for a few more runs than, than you possibly want to. So, so wickets are generally the, the currency to, to be able to, I guess, stop the run flow, especially with a, a player like Sterling and, and Balburnie out there. You know, you really want to be taking those wickets early. There was quite a big difference between game one and game two, really, in the, in the, in the two teams, wasn't it? Well, you know, it's funny you say that, but I think Ireland, you know, even in the ODI series, have pushed us right to the brink and... You know, the first game we won by 30 runs. Um, you know, today I guess we, we won quite comfortably in the end, but the first game, uh, the, the score I don't think reflected the, the competition out there. Uh, they've certainly got some really dangerous players, and, um, you know, thankfully we've been able to play play some decent cricket, but I, I still think we haven't played our best cricket. So so uh, hopefully we did that a little bit more service today. Look out, Ireland. Uh, Dane Cleaver top scored with 78 from 55 balls in just his second international game, so he's going well. Oh, definitely. You know, just just seeing these guys that have you know come into the to the side recently and and had a, a huge amount of experience at a domestic level, um, to be able to I guess bring those same skills and transfer them to the international arena is great to see. Um, you know, Dano in his second game of international cricket, his family's here. I'm sure they're immensely proud of him and and for him to come out and, and do what he's done to domestic teams over the past ten years. Um, you know, it's, it's great to see. So a uh, couple of days off, and then the final game in that series, isn't it, against Ireland? Yeah, so one more day off, and you know, it's, we're, we're very grateful to have, have won another series out here. You know, um, you can never take that for granted. They they come few and far between, so um, definitely enjoying this one. Um, but but we're going to be you know resting up tomorrow, and, and hopefully can come on and put an even better performance on for game three. Have you had the heat wave like the the mainland UK's had? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think it's been quite as hot. Um, you know, it was twenty four degrees, and, and I swear everyone here thought it was. It was like forty degrees, but twenty four is pretty pleasant for us in it back home. So, um, uh, no, it's, it's been it's been reasonably hot, but um, but I, today was definitely a 
a completely different set of conditions. It was a lot cooler and, and the wind was blowing a gale. So, no, we've, we've had all seasons, man. Three for 21-ish. Thanks for joining us today. Well done and good luck for that final game. Cheers, BK. Cheers, mate. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.